0: Life Audio. Yesterday, we combined Psalm 117 and 118, and Psalm 117 was the shortest chapter in the whole Bible. Today, we are doing Psalm 119, which is the longest chapter in the Bible. So it's interesting that they're hitting back-to-back when we combined 117 and 118. I think you're going to really enjoy Psalm 119. In fact, it's one that is, even though it's really, really long, it's one of my favorites. And I pray that today's episode just helps you understand it a little bit better. Stay tuned. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Today we are going through Psalm 119, which is the longest psalm. It's the longest Chapter in the Bible. And I, I love Psalm 119. I, I think the insight that we gather today is going to be really helpful for you. And I want to just preface it by saying if you're just new to the show, We're going through these Psalms one at a time to really help us understand the history, the culture, maybe some of the things that are overlooked when we study the Psalms. I don't know about you, but for me, one of the caveats or one of the stumbling blocks that I would have to reading and understanding the scriptures was there was so much of it that went over my head. I would read it and I would get done reading it and I would not understand what it said, let alone how it was supposed to integrate into my own life. And so... Part of the reason why I wrote the She Hears Bible study, if you go to shehears.org, you can find more information about that. But part of the reason I did that is to help better understand how to read the scriptures. And one of the things that I always encourage women to recognize is that even though the scriptures were written for us, they were not originally written to us. They were written to a different time and culture And that we are far removed from. We don't understand some of the things about that culture. And so it's really helpful for me, and I think for a lot of the women that I share this information with, to understand some of those things that we might overlook, just because we don't live in that same time and space. Today's psalm is an acrostic that goes through each letter of the alphabet. And while we've done acrostics in the past, um, usually an acrostic, it'll just be the first letter of that verse, or maybe a couple verses, but each letter now has a stanza with it. And so it's pretty long. I don't think we're going to read it twice today. I think we're just going to read it once because it is such a long psalm. So I'm going to be reading from the NIV starting at verse one, Aleph. And of course, I'm going to say the names of the letters before I read that stanza. So we're starting with Aleph blessed are those whose ways are blameless who walk according to the law of the lord blessed are those who keep his statutes and seek him with all their heart they do no wrong but follow his ways you have laid down precepts that are to be fully obeyed Oh, that my ways were steadfast in obeying your decrees. Then I would not be put to shame. When I consider all your commands, I will praise you with an upright heart. As I learn your righteous laws, I will obey your decrees. Do not utterly forsake me. Beth, how can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart. That I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes, as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. Gimel, be good to your servant while I live, that I may obey your word. Open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your law. I am a stranger on earth. Do not hide your commands from me. My soul is consumed with longing for your laws at all times. You rebuke the arrogant who are accursed, those who stray from your commands. Remove me from their scorn and contempt, for I keep your statutes. Though rulers sit together and slander me, your servant will meditate on your decrees. Your statutes are my delight. They are my counselors. Dayleth, I am laid low in the dust. Preserve my life according to your word. I gave an account of my ways, and you answered me. Teach me your decrees. Cause me to understand the way of your precepts, that I may meditate on your wonderful deeds. My soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Keep me from deceitful ways. Be gracious to me and teach me your law. I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I have set my heart on your laws. I hold fast to your statutes, Lord. Do not let me be put to shame. I run in the path of your commands, for you have broadened my understanding. He, teach me, Lord, the way of your decrees, that I may follow it to the end. Give me understanding so that I may keep your law and obey it with all my heart. Direct me in the path of your commands, for there I find delight. Turn my head toward your statutes and not toward selfish gain. Turn my eyes away from worthless things, preserve my life according to your word. Fulfill your promise to your servant so that you may be feared. Take away the disgrace I dread, for your laws are good, how I long for your precepts. In your righteousness, preserve my life. Wa, may your unfailing love come to me, Lord, your salvation according to your promise. Then I can answer anyone who taunts me, for I trust in your word. Never take your word of truth from my mouth, for I have put my hope in your laws. I will always obey your law forever and ever. I will walk about in freedom, for I have sought out your precepts. I will speak of your statutes before kings, and I will not be put to shame, for I delight in your commands because I love them. I reach out for your commands, which I love, that I may meditate on your decrees. Zayn. Remember your word to your servant, for you have given me hope. My comfort in my suffering is this. Your promise preserves my life. The arrogant mock me immersively, but I do not turn from your law. I remember, Lord, your ancient laws, and I find comfort in them. Indignation grips me because of the wicked who have forsaken your law. Your decrees are the theme of my song wherever I lodge. In the night, Lord, I remember your name, that I may keep your law. This has been my practice. I obey your precepts. Heth, you are my portion, Lord. I have promised to obey your words. I have sought your face with all my heart. Be gracious to me according to your promise. I have considered my ways and have turned my steps to your statutes. I will hasten and not delay to obey your commands. Though the wicked bind me with ropes, I will not forget your law. At midnight, I rise to give you thanks for your righteous laws. I am a friend to all who fear you, to all who follow your precepts. The earth is filled with your love, Lord. Teach me your decrees. Seth, do good to your servant according to your word, Lord. Teach me to knowledge and good judgment, for I trust your commands. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I obey your word. You are good, and what you do is good. Teach me your decrees. Though the arrogant have smeared me with lies, I keep your precepts in all my heart. Their hearts are callous and unfeeling, but I delight in your law. It was good for me to be afflicted so that I might learn your decrees. The law from your mouth is more precious to me than thousands of pieces of silver and gold. Yod, your hands made me and formed me. Give me understanding to learn your commands. May those who fear you rejoice when they see me, for I have put my hope in your word. I know, Lord, that your laws are righteous and... That in faithfulness you have afflicted me. May your unfailing love be my comfort, according to your promise to your servant. Let your compassion come to me that I may live, for your law is my delight. May the arrogant be put to shame for wronging me without cause, but I will meditate on your precepts. May those who fear you turn to me, those who understand your statutes. May I wholeheartedly follow your decrees that I may not be put to shame. Kaif, my soul faints with longing for your salvation, but I have put my hope in your word. My eyes fail looking for your promise. I say, when will you comfort me? Though I am like a wineskin in the smoke, I do not forget your decrees. How long must your servant wait? When will you punish my persecutors? The arrogant dig pits to trap me, contrary to your law. All your commands are trustworthy. Help me, for I am being persecuted without cause. They almost wipe me from the earth, but I have not forsaken your precepts. In your unfailing love, preserve my life, that I may obey the statutes of your mouth. Okay, we're going to take a short break here. And when I come back, I'm going to finish reading the rest of this psalm. Stay tuned. Lamed, your word, Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. Your faithfulness continues through all generations. You establish the earth and it endures. Your laws endure to this day for all things serve you. If your law had not been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have preserved my life. Save me, for I am yours. I have sought out your precepts. The wicked are waiting to destroy me, but I will ponder your statutes. To all perfection I see a limit, but your commands are boundless. Mem, oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day long. Your commands are always with me and make me wiser than my enemies. I have more insight than all my teachers, for I meditate on your statutes. I have more understanding than the elders, for I obey your precepts. I have kept my feet from every evil path so that I might obey your word. I have not departed from your laws, for you yourself have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. I gain understanding from your precepts, therefore I hate every wrong path. None. Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. I have taken an oath and confirmed it, that I will follow your righteous laws. I have suffered much. Preserve my life, Lord, according to your word. Accept, Lord, the willing praise of my mouth, and teach me your laws. Though I constantly take my life in my hands, I will not forget your law. The wicked have set a snare for me, but I have not strayed from your precepts. Your statutes are my heritage forever. They are the joy of my heart. My heart is set on keeping your decrees to the very end. Zemeck, I hate double-minded people, but I love your law. You are my refuge and my shield. I have put my hope in your word. Away from me, you evil doers, that I may keep the commands of my God. Sustain me, my God, according to your praise, and I will live. Do not let my hopes be dashed. Uphold me, and I will be delivered. I will always have regard for your decrees. You reject all who stray from your decrees, for their delusions come to nothing. All the wicked of the earth you discard like dross. Therefore, I love your statutes. My flesh trembles in fear of you. I stand in awe of your laws. I have done what is righteous and just. Do not leave me to my oppressors. Ensure your servants' well being. Do not let the arrogant oppress me. My eyes fail, looking for your salvation, looking for your righteous promise. Deal with your servant according to your love and teach me your decrees. I am your servant. Give me discernment that I may understand your statutes. It is time for you to act, Lord. Your law is being broken. Because I love your commands more than gold, more than pure gold, and because I consider all your precepts right, I hate every wrong path. Pay. Your statutes are wonderful. Therefore, I obey them. The unfolding of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. I open my mouth and pant, longing for your commands. Turn to me and have mercy on me, as you always do to those who love your name. Direct my footsteps according to your word, let no sin rule over me. Redeem me from human oppression, that I may obey your precepts. Make your face shine on your servant, and teach me decrees. Streams of tears flow from my eyes, for your law is not obeyed. Sadi, you are righteous, Lord, and your laws are right. The statutes you have laid down are righteous, they are fully trustworthy. My zeal wears me out, for my enemies ignore your words. Your promises have been thoroughly tested, and your servant loves them. "'Though I am lowly and despised, I do not forget your precepts. "'Your righteousness is everlasting, and your law is true. "'Trouble and distress have come upon me, but your commands give me delight. "'Your statutes are always righteous. "'Give me understanding that I may live.'" Kof. "'I call with all my heart. "'Answer me, Lord, and I will obey your decrees. "'I call out to you. "'Save me, and I will keep your statutes. "'I rise before dawn and cry for help. "'I have put my hope in your word.'" My eyes stay open through the watches of the night, that I may meditate on your promises. Hear my voice in accordance with your love. Preserve my life, Lord, accordance to your law. Those who devise wicked schemes are near, but they are far from your law. Yet you are near, Lord, and all your commands are true. Long ago I learned from your statutes that you established them to last forever. Raish, look on my suffering and deliver me, for I have not forgotten your law. Defend my cause and redeem me. Preserve my life according to your promise. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek out your decrees. Your compassion, Lord, is great. Preserve my life according to your laws. Many are the foes who persecute me, but I have not turned from your statutes. I look on the faithless with loathing, for they do not obey your word. See how I love your precepts. I preserve my life, Lord, in accordance with your love." All your words are true. All your righteous laws are eternal. Sin and Shin. Rulers persecute me without cause, but my heart trembles at your word. I rejoice in your promise like the one who finds great spoil. I hate and detest falsehood, but I love your law. Seven times a day I praise you for your righteous laws. Great peace have those who love your law, and nothing can make them stumble. I wait for your salvation, Lord, and I follow your commands. I obey your statutes, for I love them greatly. I obey your precepts and your statutes, for all my ways are known to you. Ta, may my cry come before you, Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. May my supplication come before you. Deliver me according to your promise. May my lips overflow with praise, for you teach me your decrees. May my tongue sing of your word. For all your commands are righteous. May your hand be ready to help me, for I have chosen your precepts. I long for your salvation, Lord, and your law gives me delight. Let me live that I may praise you, and may your laws sustain me. I have strayed like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I have not forgotten your commands. So, for obvious reasons, Psalm 119 is sometimes called with the nickname the Giant Psalm, and The fact that it is an acrostic means that it has an artistic form to it. And the psalm is composed of these 22 stanzas. Each of them are eight verses. And each of the eight verses, of course, starts with the same letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And the poet works his way from the beginning, aleph, to the end, ta. And so the acrostic form gives this sense of completion and totality. And just to kind of be sure, by the end of the psalm, you can kind of sense that the poet has fully covered the subject. Most of what we read was pretty self-explanatory. There's not a lot that I need to get into. And to be perfectly honest, um, we don't want a three-hour long podcast. I would encourage you to maybe do some additional study on your own if you have questions or if you want to reach out. I I can answer something specifically. But I think it's pretty obvious that the subject is the law of God. And what the poet does, the psalmist does, is pull out all the stops as he speaks about it, including the way he uses his vocabulary. He refers to God's law with eight different Hebrew words. So Torah is the law. Eda is statute. Precept, decree, command, judgment, word, and promise. And these eight words explain probably why there are eight lines to each stanza, although only five of the stanzas actually use all eight words, but no stanza uses fewer than six of these words. And so what you can see is in this wisdom song, it is a really artistic way that was done with intention. The focus of the psalmist is On the law of God throughout the entire psalm. And he does that by praising the various qualities of God's word. He talks about how the law is righteous and trustworthy and eternal and true. And it really points the way for the psalmist as the psalmist keeps the law. That, of course, leads to this blessing for being obedient. And so the psalmist, we learn, suffers in this life. He's under attack from those who oppress him, which is very much like a lot of the other psalms that we read. He's aware of his own failures, and he pleads with God to be good to him and to help him. He knows that the key is obedience to God's law, and so he's expressing his love for the law. And also the desire to not just know the law, but to keep the law. And then he's asking God to teach him. I think what we observe in the Psalm is that the law is very consistent with God's character. And it has this expression of how he desires for us to lead our lives. And Neither in the Old Testament or in the New Testament is the law the key to establishing this relationship with God. The key to establishing a relationship with God is Jesus. But there is this act of God's grace in our lives. And the law is an expression of the character and the will of God. And it points out what he cares about. And as we maintain this relationship with God, as we keep the law... We recognize that Jesus himself affirmed the importance of the law when he talks about that in in the New Testament, but he recognizes that all of us have fallen short of that law. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. And Jesus is the only one who has been able to perfectly keep the law. And so for those of us that really deserve this penalty for being lawbreakers, We recognize in the New Testament where Paul says, thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ, our Lord. We recognize that Jesus not only kept the law, but he died on our behalf so that we can have this relationship with God. It's the very reason we need Jesus because we recognize that we couldn't get there on our own. So I pray that today was a blessing for you. I'm going to pray and I'm not going to reread it, but please feel free to go ahead and reread it again on your own. God, we thank you for this treasure that we see in Psalm 119 and how carefully the psalmist laid out each stanza with intention, Lord God. And he was prompted by love for your law. I think sometimes that's hard for us to grasp loving the law. But Lord, as we look at the law, we recognize that it reveals aspects of your character and your nature and the things that you value. Lord, help us to recognize that none of us except Jesus, are able to fulfill all these aspects of the law. And Lord, help us to recognize that that is the very reason why we need the relationship with, with Jesus. Lord, I thank you for making this way for us, for making this plan for us, for displaying for us your love and your compassion for us. Lord, I pray for my friend today that as they are meditating on your word and the beauty that is this this prayer and this psalm, this poetry, even. Lord, I pray that they would recognize how detailed you are and how intentional you are and how much they are loved. I thank you and praise you in all things. Amen. Hey friend, do you feel like you need a little bit of one-on-one? I don't know about you, but sometimes when I go through the scriptures or I go through the biblical concepts, I find myself thinking, okay, but how do I actually apply that in my life? Or... If you've come to this podcast, it's likely because you desire to hear Jesus more clearly, to be confident in what he's saying in your life, the way he's leading you. I want you to know that I offer life coaching and spiritual direction. And while the two are similar, they're also kind of different. Life coaching is when we set goals and and I help hold you accountable and help break those down into bite-sized manageable pieces to help you achieve those goals. But spiritual direction takes it one step further. We invite Jesus into the process. And through spiritual direction, the goal of that really is to help you hear God's voice more clearly. And so there's things that we will do like prayer projects and spiritual gifts testing and a life map and all sorts of things to help you get to a place where you can see this thread of redemption that God has woven throughout your life. And then also to set you up so that you can hear God's voice for yourself. Because ultimately, the reason why I do the, the podcast and I write the books and I have all the resources available is because I want you to settle into this place where you are confident in knowing the difference between God's voice, your own voice and the enemy's voice. So if that sounds like something that you would like to do, um, life coaching right now runs about $97 for an hour. If that's for one person. I also have group rates available. And if you want to schedule that, it's if you go to shehears.org, you can go. There's a Calendly link where it says work with me and you can set up a time that works for you. I would count it an honor and a privilege to be able to walk alongside of you in that process.